you know, I, w- I kind of wanted, by design, I was kind of all over the place just because I wanted to show versatility. But mm-hmm. I think what the lane that I found is, well, it's like a two-sided coin. Like, I present a coin, and it has two sides. One side, it's like if you like dance music and stuff like that. Like, I have a lot of, I have a large... My, I have an eclectic music taste that's one mm-hmm. so like a lot of that is shown in like the music for my alter ego which is Black Daddy mm-hmm. and that's some like more so uh, you know like dance music but like it's like a, a lot of different things together like funk and a bunch of stuff Word, okay. but then Motor Cam which is my rap name which I generally go by mm-hmm. that I'm a MC uh, it's a hard like a mm-hmm. lyricist you know and so you know, just traditional music and stuff like that. But I'm trying, right now, my challenge is to find, because the Black Daddy thing was so unique and so cool, mm-hmm. and that I'm trying to figure out now how to make the motor cam, like the, the actual just rap stuff, just as good in a different way. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It's, it's really hard to follow up because uh, the Black Daddy album has such an experimental sound. And we keep getting a lot of people saying it's so unique and I've never heard anything like this mm-hmm. before. And how do you capture that same feeling with just, you know, pure hip hop? Mm-hmm. Like, lyricism, like, I think I have to, like, learn how to tell stories. Well, I mean, I know how, but I think I have to, like, practice. I don't know yet. I gotta just go in and just mm-hmm. throw a bunch of stuff at the wall. Do you guys uh, fuck with clipping at all? Group clipping? It's a group with a rapper and two producers. And they set some really weird, like, limits to what they do. Like, um, one of their al- I think it was an entire album they released entirely made of like sounds that had nothing to do with um, drums no percussive sounds hmm. um, well not necessarily no per- no percussive sounds but no like drums no snares no hi-hats anything like so that so they utilize something else to create right. the right. They, they like force themselves to in, in, into that kind of position and in that same album that rapper he told himself that I'm going to make no lyrics that involve the first person perspective. No I, no me, none of that. Mm. And he said that it really, um, he, he can paint more of a picture um, using the third person perspective. Mm. And I, it turned out really well, in my opinion. Mm. So, food for thought, you know? Yeah, yeah. Definitely just playing around with a lot of stuff. Well, actually, I just got back in the studio. It was like a point where I just didn't have anything to say. So tried to fo- I'm trying to... Yeah, you just got to focus on other stuff, the other parts. I think it's like important that when you're making an album or a project, as opposed to just a mixtape or throwing out songs together, mm-hmm. that you have a theme in general. So when you're writing songs, you know like what you're trying to aim for. Mm-hmm. And even with like Black Daddy, Kelm has explained to me like the story behind it and the theme, and there's meant to be like the feeling of uh, what you're switching TV channels. Mm-hmm. So okay. you get that feeling of like, oh, the flow is switching, and you know, you have that, so it brings the album a cohesion. Okay. Yeah, like the whole switching channels things is basically, so, all of my, like my alter egos that I have, because I only have technically I have three. I have two. I have Black Raiden, which is like video game inspired mm-hmm. beats. Lightning. Yeah. yeah, and then Black Daddy, which is like ghetto tech, Prince Funk, like okay, like rap pop. Okay, so you got fire and lightning essentially. Yeah, <laughs> and then motor. <laughs> yeah, right, and then motor cam is like the the tree stump, and so. Uh yeah, I wanted like when I have all of these projects and you know when they're out, 
it should all come to get all the projects should come together somebody like sitting there watching TV flipping the channel mm-hmm. they flip the channel oh snap here's one like episode which is like the album you know so then one day when I release a huge box collection or something like that and did I have you know or at least like all the music videos that we've done for those like the uh, albums mm. like they would be flipping the channels and they'd be like you know just have it all there yeah, yeah. That'd be crazy. Pretty sick. Um, what sort of uh, concepts are you playing with the videos? Uh, a lot of it's a lot of like I mean it's like retro modern videos I guess it's mm-hmm. like the, the new rock stars. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like we really believe that like with this music that we just made, we will be the new rock stars just in the sense of just how unique and different it sounds how high energy it is high BPMs it's a lot of singing and sometimes not all that well which makes it relatable you know what I mean but it's not bad singing you know what I mean it's just like you know it's it's, uh, classically trained yeah exactly exactly it's just more so like you know, you and your friends, like, y'all know y'all parts, and y'all can all hit the parts in the song together. Mm-hmm. I, like, made it so that when g- people are singing, they can, like, you know. And so it's, it involves a lot of, like, high energy. It's a lot, you know, it's, like, very, the the content is very, uh, what would you say? The con- I'm trying to find a good uh, way to say it. Like it's, it's like a rock star. Like When rock first came out, it's rebellious, it's sexy, but at the same time, it's clever and witty. And that's another thing that makes us the new rock stars. Yeah. How we approach our music and the scene that we're in. We're not in it just to be like rappers or stars or whatever. We love mm-hmm. music first and foremost, mm-hmm. and everything else just comes like as the lifestyles that we choose to personally live sort of sort of like a like a side effect yeah yeah like we got so into this music and like all music in general that i think all we know how to be is musicians yeah yeah so everything else in our world is just like yeah that's the lifestyle we live we live Mm -hmm. as creators all the time okay and not only that like most of the black daddy stuff has to do with you know just like it's sexually driven yeah you like get in touch with your and the and the the real cool thing was basically a lot of this album came about from me being um like i befriended muzzy bear of all the records Mm -hmm. Uh, one day i was walking around the studio at a symbol sound in detroit and uh, i was just going in there a lot just trying to get my just you know just show my face Mm -hmm. so i could eventually record and like so by then one day i was in there you know sitting in on sessions walking around and he had came in and uh we were all like joking around he had like joints they like you know rolling up and then i like mm. had some in my pocket so i was like can i sit down Word. you know yeah so uh we you know we were all like joking and stuff so then i ended up uh like i had my headphones on me i always keep my headphones on me just in case mm-hmm. i can just like somebody's willing to listen to something cool so uh, he was talking about he had just got back from tour or something like that. I didn't know who Grizz or none of that stuff was, you mm-hmm. know. And so uh, I was like, oh, that's cool. So I asked him just to give me advice on it. Like, I didn't want anything. I just needed advice. And then after, like, 15 seconds of him listening to some stuff that was previous, Black Daddy wasn't created then, but, like, uh, it was, like, some previous stuff. And he was just like, oh, snap, this is tight. We got to work together, blah, blah, blah. So then he invited me to this after party. I almost didn't go. And then I went and I was like, oh, snap. It was like at Populux at the time or uh, right. Mexico. Yeah. Stick, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, like, I didn't, you know, like, I get 
brought in through the back. I'm like, oh, snap. So like, oh, snap, what is this? Hmm. So then he, like, I open the door, like, the dude who brought me in, I open the door, a big billow of smoke just comes out. And it's like this, it looks like a scene from Entourage. It's like this all black background, like, like all black, like, green room, like, the walls are black, and, and like, everybody's just in there talking, being social, and then he's, like, sitting on the couch, like, hey, what up? Oh, shit. So then he goes and does the show, and I like, go out to the side, and I, I hadn't seen the front, like, I hadn't seen the floor yet. It was packed in there, like, it was, like, 800 people in there. It was, it was like, okay. some type of, like, he was DJing with some type of show. I was like, who is this guy? Yeah. So anyway, we become cool. And like he started taking me on, you know, like like we made a song together, and that's not out yet. But like he he been he started taking me on like all these like these like festivals and stuff, and we've been mm -hmm. like performing and stuff, and like bringing me out and stuff. Right so like I played at Electric Forest and mm -hmm. like uh, Up North Festival. I was there too. Yeah, yeah, there, yeah. I played. Uh, did you see see a set? Uh, I ended up not I was helping uh, one of my buddies out with his art booth and ended oh, up catching word. a couple of the late night shows where were yeah yeah we was yeah we but, was up uh, there was it Liquid Stranger or yeah I, I want to say it was Liquid Stranger oh okay yeah yeah so we played yeah we played a lot of uh, cool shows but during that time I, like I was just see and then anytime that like Grizz came to town like he introduced me to them and then you know like we've like been able to get to know him and stuff and so anytime like they would have a show somewhere, as long as I, uh, you know, like like as long as I'm able to go, like they'll mm -hmm. let me, you know, like, they'll let me come in and just so, like hang out and network. Yeah. Instead of me just being like the guy who's just sitting around trying to drink all the alcohol and just being the guy there, like trying to be all in the mix, I'm actually there to like network, you mm -hmm. know, because like I want them to know I'm an artist, mm -hmm. and and also it's just like it's helpful to me, like they give me good advice and stuff. Mm -hmm. So seeing all of this stuff like you know and all these new sounds because I wasn't really super hip to bass and music and, right, all, and the, just the like, festival kid yeah the, yeah, the right. festival kind of stuff yeah mm -hmm. like I played like shows but I played like folk festivals and all that but I was like oh snap I can make yeah yeah that's another story well I, I was like I can make yeah right so like I started making you know I came back to Detroit and I just started making like music I went back and started curating music that I really liked from my childhood and just mm -hmm. also I was just interested in and I put it on the blender and made an album, and it, and like I knew it was really good. I just didn't know what to do with it. I still don't know what to do with it. We're still like trying to figure all that out. But you know, one thing's for sure: when people hear it, they definitely react very strongly to it. Word. Yeah, uh, I think it's something to be said about like the story that he told, and that um, with with all art to like create it, you have to live the life, and Cam lived that lifestyle. So when you hear the Black Daddy's Greatest Hits, you mm. get to live that life within the album. And that's mm. why it's like, you know, it's all about fun and dance and having sex and it's like, yeah, yeah. having a good time. Yeah, yeah exactly. And a lot of, and it's also like, uh, it's a lot of, and it's not just like talking about sex, there's a, like a lot of anecdotes in there. Like there's uh, a song called I Can't Write You a Love Song then it has like the bitch I don't know if I curse but like no. yeah no, 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 no. okay yeah so it's, free ball okay cool yeah it's like oh, I can't write you a love song bitch and this is basically about you know like after a while love like hanging out with pe them and stuff like that you know people are like who's that tall black dude you know mm -hmm. and it's like I don't look like just a regular Joe Smo or security usually like you know right like, I, so you know, and people who are Muzzy Bear fans, like for real, like they know me from like coming out with them and stuff like that, and even doing some some of the Detroit shows and stuff. Mm -hmm. 
and so you know it's been uh, it's definitely I see how the, the the dating game or like even just like that interaction game is like a lot of for one you become the one that they pursue just because like you're walking with certain people or like right. I made a cameo I've made like two cameos like small ones and it's like and I thought it was just cool just because like somebody actually edited me in but like my DMs went on fire like after that <laughs> I called it the trickle down effect yeah but I was just like wow this is crazy like somebody I asked uh, it was it was funny cause like somebody I went to Red Rocks right to go uh, see them play like Grizz and them play mm. and I guess I don't even remember this really but it, uh, I guess it's true but like the girl I guess like I asked her where the bathroom was I said something to her I was like buying popcorn something very just like you know the surface level you know yeah. yeah yeah and I was there with somebody so I don't really remember uh, you know but so after like this one little uh, this one little video recap of like us in New York happened like at the end and like I just made this like small little cameo and then she found me I was like hey you I remember you asked me where the bathroom was or something Aww. like that I was like oh this is crazy so but I say all that to say um, it's definitely crazy a lot of this is just like association gets you certain places mm-hmm. and because perception is everything and like they treat you slightly different but it's like mm-hmm. some people think that some people are up front but a lot of them are like you know kind of just like you know not manipulative but well sort of sometimes but it's more so like they're uh, trying to get something from you yeah, but yeah, they're like finessers. I'm trying to like not use slang <laughs> metaphors. Like, yeah, yeah, they're, it's they're like, they like finesse a lot. Yeah, just trying to like get something out. Yeah, of you. run game. Right, they're trying to run game on you. Yeah, yeah. In terms of um, actual like influences and stuff like that, you have going into this album. What's being uh, blended in? What's being uh, definitely a lot of Prince work. Like mostly like the time stuff. Like, I mean, I, his own work was definitely a part of it, but it was more so, like, Morris Day in the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, DJ Godfather, mm-hmm. and, like, uh, DJ Assault, and, like, the whole ghetto tech scene. Um, I'm a Kendrick fan, just or and a, and a Jay fan, an Eminem fan, mm-hmm. you know, like, a, like the fan of the lyricists. So a lot of that, especially because there's, like, still rap verses on there. Mm-hmm. So a lot of, you know, uh, you know the usual suspects in that... Um, uh, TRL era pop stuff mm-hmm. <laughs> like in sync and shit because like <laughs> it's been, that, that was really an influence especially like for a lot of hooks and stuff right yeah, yeah. Just, just like that millennium pop yeah 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 that was the jam um, from the south Outcast definitely had a had a part in Parliament Funkadelic too right on yeah yeah it's a lot of other people but like it was a lot of people in spirit who were in that but those are some standouts for sure. Mm-hmm. In terms of like, uh, sort of like production techniques and producers that you uh, that you work with that you fuck with, like who, who are some people that are like or techniques that are like outstanding to you that just made you go like, shit, no, that's like that, like that's gonna make the song right there. Well, like so, like like you, you sit in the studio with a couple other people and somebody yeah. just like flicks a knob a certain way or just like edits a certain you know parameter a certain oh, way, oh, it just makes you go like, damn. Oh, oh, okay. Um, all right, so, well, for the Black Daddy track, for example, um, well, the way we would work, because, okay, so, basically, for the whole summer, there was a lot of crap that was going on. Like, I went through hell and hot water to get this album done, but, like, mm-hmm. for 
basically through the whole summer, I had to stay in Wayne, Michigan, which is like 20 minutes west of Detroit or something like that, mm-hmm. right? And uh, at the time, I was going back and forth between there and the house that I grew up in, which is in the, on the west side of Detroit. Mm-hmm. Like, when, yeah, so... Like I, he, in order to uh, do that, I would have to stay there, drive to Southwest, pick up my friend who has the program we make beats on, mm-hmm. then go out to Ann Arbor. Oh, <laughs> yeah, because my around. yeah, because my homeboy who didn't have a car, who's uh, from, he was in the like pop band thing I was telling you about mm-hmm. earlier, and uh, and he moved to Arizona. His name is Lasso. He was cool. Mm-hmm. He's the he actually is still a collaborator. So. Um, I would drive out to his uh, house. We would like set up the stuff, and we all three of us would make uh, tracks. But I would, what I would do beforehand, I would just make playlists of a but like big zip file playlists of just a bunch of songs that I love, and send it to him. Just like, look, I need. I'm trying to uh, make things like this, and then so once they grasp the concept, when we go in, usually I would lay down the drums or the uh, drums and the keys. Mm-hmm. And then, like, they would either come in, like, tighten it up or put something on top. And we would just, like, make it, like, a cake. It was just, like, I don't know. It was just, it was just, at the time, I wasn't thinking about it, you know, because mm-hmm. we were all just, like, and it's, it wasn't always set in stone that I would make the drums, but we would all right. just, like, sprinkle stuff in right. there. Right, you were, like, all, all in, in the same collaborative effort. Yeah. You know, just some people doing some stuff here and yeah. there. Somebody throws out a bass track or... Yeah, or, like, if I um, if I made, a, a, like, a skeletal beat or whatever, I would bring it to the other two. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, what can we do with this? Or vice versa, okay. you know? So, like, Black Daddy, the title track... Um, we made the baseline the doom 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 like i i started playing that and then i was like man this is my i was joking to my homie kato and i was like yeah this reminds me of when you drop those beats that they play on the radio when you drive home at night when they're broadcasting from the club in detroit you know the ghetto tech stuff so then we like added some snares and then we played these keys that sound really magical on them. And I was like, oh snap, we actually, it was a cool beat at first, but it was one dimensional. Mm-hmm. So I brought it to uh, my homie Lasso mm-hmm. and he was like, oh, this is cool. And he has all these like different synths and all this like gear that he has. So he, like, he started playing those dreamy synths on there that, yeah, yeah it's crazy. And so uh, that, it took it over the top. We were like, oh shit, like this is something. And then that's what kicked off the whole album after that, like that song. I was like, oh, wow, this is pretty good. Let me just try to expand and do different stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, everything, every song was different. So I can't really pinpoint anything. It's Word. just like smorgasbord. Right on. Um, I mean, I hang out with a lot of people that make music. Um, so I'm always getting constant inspiration, even from like Cam himself. He'll explain to me some of the processes behind how he does certain things in the track. Because I'm like, one of those people that I love music and I like music theory so I know I have to feel that shit like yeah. and I'm like bro how did you hit this harmony he's like oh I did this this and that. you should go home and try it and instantly I am at home trying to recreate whatever I hear mm-hmm. so pretty much every day I listen to a song whether it be industry or someone local in Detroit and they do a song and I'm like fuck how is that happening you know so yeah like I draw pictures before I make albums yeah. I draw a picture of uh, like whatever I see in my head of like whatever like if a word sticks out in my head a lot, then I have to. That's like my like. Some tells me to use that as a something, and mm-hmm. so I uh, draw a picture of what I visualize, and then I like visualize that and keep looking at that. You know, just get familiar with that picture, color mm-hmm. it, whatever, mm-hmm. and then I'll uh, 
after like you know seeing everything on this it kind of like manifests itself I feel like if you draw right. stuff write stuff yeah see I can't draw so I write like short stories yeah. um, so with each project I've ever created fully mm-hmm. I've written a short story that is the idea of that project turned into a narrative sick yeah. That's so awesome. I'll be able to like pick apart like oh I really want to get this type of theme across so I make a song that tries to recreate that thing it's awesome I know um, I heard that uh, Young Thug did something similar to that for um, I think it was Danny Glover like mm-hmm. he just went into the booth with a picture that he drew and he just like just started spitting like just uh, stuff that was you know related to that picture that he drew that's I think he's cool. a, a yeah. new respect of Young Thug mm-hmm. nah, he's, he's, he's wild man yeah his melody work is crazy yeah like uh, he does some really interesting things with his vocals that song Karambe I've been listening to a lot lately and I just like he gets really uh, powerful with his voice yeah and I'm like fuck that's kind of resonant I like that yeah Yeah, he's very yelpy too it's cool yeah I guess in in, in sort of the the lifestyle sense I mean you're putting out what you're living and so do a lot of other Mm -hmm. artists and stuff like do you really vibe with what you've been living for the last handful of years being on tour and going to these different places meeting some crazy variety of people and well, yeah, like I can't quite say I've been on tour for my own work. Mm. I could just say like I've played a lot of shows, mm. I, which I have, mm. and like and and like it, it's to me. <laughs> I was always I drive all the time. I'm like a, I've always been a like a traveler. Like my family travels a lot, right. so you know that type of lifestyle in general. I think. Uh, it kind of, it does shape my musical. I, I went to Europe in high school, Word. stuff like that. That's like sick. you know, yeah. It's I think it, a lot of what I've experienced does shape what I make and my openness to a lot of different genres. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I think with even just from what I've witnessed on you know being on tour stops with you know the all good guys and even um you know just gigging like every weekend at a certain points and stuff like that mm-hmm. you know what i've seen what i believe is that that will be for me that's where longevity is when you go and like the shows and everything like shows are one of the most important things in in your career that you should focus on definitely you know and they just like seeing it all of that in the lifestyle just makes me motivated to continue to you know build my brand build everything so that i can be like you know some of these old school artists like frankie beverly mays or even like the rolling stones and stuff mm-hmm. just be like 60 years old playing jumping around talking about black daddy or if i'm not jumping around at least like you know like like carefully bending my knees you know just being able to like you know i want to be able to play at like some old school revival shows and stuff mm-hmm. Right on, man. Yeah. Black Daddy reunion tour. Yeah. In, in terms of what's um, happening in the near future, what can people sort of expect to come out, come out and be in the catalog? Uh, I have a few uh, singles that didn't make the cut on the album that I want to put out semi soon. Not quite sure yet. We're still pushing this album, mm-hmm. but uh, videos, visuals, a lot of visuals, um, shows definitely very soon. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, you can talk about the uh, love letters. Oh, uh, there's a little series that we've shot that we're gonna keep shooting mm-hmm. called uh, "Love Le- Black da- Love Letters to Black Daddy," mm-hmm. and like people can send me outrageous questions and stuff. Uh-huh. And yeah, it's definitely a, a funny thing. And we're just writing a lot of like my ideas come like really fast, and just like 
it's like a tornado in my head of ideas. I used to just like catch one and like you just know hang on to it and go. Yeah. And develop. I would say at this point it's like a lot of content creation. Yeah. Um So building the brand through not only the music but all the cool little media opportunities that we can do through that, whether it be like videos for social media or mm-hmm. GIF images. Uh, fucking hashtags we can start you know just trying to think of anything that's clever and stands out word Word. Uh, uh, it will be on the streaming sites very soon actually on Apple Music and Spotify Mm -hmm. it's on SoundCloud right now soundcloud.com backslash motorcam m-o-t-o-r-k-a-m or if you want to just google it google black daddy b-l-a-c-k d-a-d-d-y all one word greatest hits and then yeah we had the first Monday of April we're shooting a video at Marble Bar it's like a uh, video uh, it's it's a experience I guess it's gonna be more than a video but it's for the title track Black Daddy which is the first track on the album just go check it out Black Daddy Greatest Hits like if you you either gonna hear about it now you'll hear about it later so you might as well hear about it now and uh, check out IamBlackSheep.co. Yeah, IamBlackSheep.co. Shout out to TK, yeah. aka Takaways. She's gonna be upset about that. <laughs> like, yeah. She's gonna hate you. Yeah. <laughs> you should turn that up to aka Takaways. It just gets the loudest. Echoes for hours. <laughs> Echo and reverb. Yeah, Takaways, 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 Yeah, her name's not Takaways for real, but. Well, well, now that it's been put on the air like 11 times, it might be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to call her name. She's going to How are you going to quit?